Hello, friends. Kirk Henderson and Josh Bow coming to you on Sunday afternoon, just about four o'clock, about 90 minutes before the Cowboys tip, I think. Tip, that's not right. Kickoff. Um, the <laughs> Dallas Mavericks just lost to the Los Angeles Clippers 112 to 98 at home. Josh, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing okay. This was a pretty, pretty dispiriting game. Um, the Mavericks got spanked in the second half. What I'm, I'm trying to do the quick math. Uh, they got outscored 66 to, oh my gosh, I can't do math, but enough. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> we, we, uh, 66 to 34. So it was uh, not a very close second half. A lot of really like, I think what I did not like about this game was, one, I didn't like the, you know, the energy effort level. Like, there was a lot of bad body language, I think, in this game from a lot of different guys. Yep. Um, and then the second thing is I just, this felt like a bad habit game. Like it just, like this was not a game where the Mavericks were doing what they were supposed to do and they got snake bitten. The Mavericks lost this game because they were doing things that they shouldn't be doing. Right. Uh, I, th- I thought the process in this game was horrible. I mean, I can't really sugarcoat it from coaching decisions, lineups, offensive strategy, defensive strategy. Like I just, th- this was a very poor effort from the coaching staff all the way to uh everyone who played in the game i think yeah and and it's not fair but i think it has to start with luka Doncic. uh yeah. he finished off with a pretty good stat line he also he looked out of whack out of sorts he let the refereeing really bother him and he never really recovered um yep. it just this was a game where depending on your point of view you can say and and honestly this is not the a number of recent games he's looked like this uh, and you could say, all right, we're approaching game 50. He's probably tired. He's probably frustrated about, you know, kind of the, the lack of, of consistency, health, whatever you want. And, and all these things add up. And, you know, he gets a tech, which was like his 11th tech of the season. Like he's cruising. It's too early in the season for him to do this shit. And I get why. Like it would be, it would be just fantastic if the fucking head coach ever did anything to stand up for a <laughs> player. But also, Luca, stop getting texts. Stop showing everybody up. Tell tell Jason Kidd. Go to Jason Kidd and say, "I want you to get a technical foul for me." Say those words. I bet he'll do it. I bet he yeah. will. Kids, kids, a, you know, kids, a team player. <laughs> yeah, that stuff sucks. It just it really and, and everything suck. from there from Luca was just kind of off key. That then then I think you you know, and I, I'd like you to sort of talk about this. If they're gonna go small which, I mean, they don't really have a choice because if, if we agree JaVale McGee is not an answer, then the the kind of like heavy uh, uh, switching and help and recover defense, first guys can't be getting beat off the dribble every time. Luka, Dinwiddie, and, and Bullock were awful on defense today. Yeah, Bullock had some really bad uh, closeouts against Norman Powell, and Powell had a really nice fourth quarter. Uh, he got to the free throw line five times because he just... They doubled. They doubled Kawhi. Like it was kind of funny how similar it was Kawhi would dribble into like a little short post up into the right corner. They double. They'd swing the ball to the wing or corner. The Mavericks would wildly close out and not even come close to like you know staying in front of their guy because they would just they were just wildly trying to get the shooter off the three point line. And that guy would catch the ball and dribble all over the rim and get fouled or get a layup. Well, like the was... doubling didn't work last time. I spent a I spent like three hundred words on this, and this is the sort of stuff where I get unhappy with the coaching staff, and I am correct 
Because if it doesn't work the first time, going back to it again is the definition of insanity. I would rather Kawhi Leonard score 60 points, tire his ass out, instead of letting Norman Powell cook you all the time. That was annoying. Yeah, I mean, they doubled Kawhi, and he still finished with 30 on 18. Like, Mm -hmm. it didn't work. Like, not only did you let guys like Powell – um and Batum and and uh Paul you know some other guys get some like buckets that they maybe shouldn't have mm-hmm. like Kawhi still scored 30 like uh the Clippers still had uh three guys in double figures like you know you double Kawhi because you're like we you know we're not you know we'll live with the other guys we don't think that they can beat us uh and uh, the Clippers didn't shoot a particularly great percentage but oh. Batum was two of five on threes Jackson was two of three Powell was two of five like everyone else kind of chipped in just enough. And that's all it really took. Well, it's a really damning coaching performance. The more I look at this box so score, because they played a playoff rotation, the Mavericks did. They played seven guys plus Davis Bertans for seven minutes. And they got their asses kicked. Um, And, and again, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't fall on one guy. I, I am the Spencer Dinwiddie bum hunting offense you brought this up and you're probably much smarter to talk about it than i am i hate it so much it sucks because he is not good it is not nba street and it's not 2003 like what are we doing spencer is great off of quick decision attack he really is spread finding shooters yeah when he sizes people up i it i hate it i hate it i hate it i hate it yeah um and that's I don't know if that's a consequence of with Luca like they they don't want to run two different offenses when he's on the floor and when he's off the floor like I don't know if that's part of it but like I get it with Luca like that's Luca that's his bread and butter right is finding the worst defender on the floor getting them switched onto him and letting Luca cook and with Spencer like they just do the same thing like they act like Spencer is Luca and Spencer is not Luca um and it just gums everything down you know Spencer only had five assists you know, eight of 18, like he didn't shoot terribly, but like the offense, when he was on the floor without Luca, it was just pound, 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 one screen size up, pound, pound, pound shot. And like, you can get away with that with Luca because of Luca's size and his ability to finish uh, around the rim. And Spencer's not horrible uh, around the rim, but Spencer's different. You know, he's just a different player. And I just don't understand why you run that same type of offense. It was when fun when there was a third guard in Brunson where it was three different looks. Yeah. And Brunson can kind of do some of that Lucas stuff because Brunson's got such a really good in-between floater uh, kind of mid-post game, you know? And, and Spencer's not, you know, Spencer is shooting a jumper or slashing and attacking. Like, if you get Spencer into these weird, slow, mid-range possessions, like, that's not his That's not his game. Like, that's not what he's good. he's great at. He's great at... Uh, attacking downhill, getting to the rim and getting the free throw line. And he's really been great at spot up threes. Yeah. And they just didn't like, do any, like they just didn't sit screens. They didn't move. There was no motion. And they just kind of were like, all right, Spencer, just run the Luca offense while Luca's sitting down. And it looked awful. It looked horrible. And, you know, I just, I didn't like it. And, and, but thankfully the Mavericks had a pretty good three point shooting night that kind of masks over, I think a lot of uh, their, their bad process. Uh, yeah. Well, and then they missed they missed eleven free throws, which yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Luca, missed, Luca missed five on his own. Um, mm-hmm. That Hard was another thing. Just, yeah, like what the fuck, Tim? Hit free throws. 
Yeah, that wasn't good either. Uh, but he did make five threes, so I guess you can't. Well, I mean, he didn't play any defense either. So, uh, one thing going back to Luca, you know, I know it's hard to to gripe on Luca because I mean, he literally has to do everything. But I didn't like the energy to start the game. I thought it was weird that he wasn't like more into it. Uh, I think he only had what eleven points at halftime, and this was a game that started at eight eight o'clock around eight o'clock in Slovenia and yep. those games are rare like he usually plays really well in these early afternoon starts because he knows that finally like his his home country is getting to watch him at a normal time and not have to stay up till four o'clock in the morning uh so for him to start out the way he started out like he just wasn't very assertive settled for threes um you know he did kind of pick it up as the game went on but then he was missing free throws he did not shoot well from two which has been his the big part of his efficiency success has been how good he's been shooting on twos and at the rim. And that, that was gone today. I mean, he, he missed a lot of shots that he normally takes. Uh, he's not playing too well this month and he's averaging 40 minutes a game. I mean, he's still averaging 30 points per game. He's averaging 39 and eight, but entering this game, he was shooting 44% from the field, which isn't awful, but that's a pretty big drop from what he's been doing the previous months. Uh, and he's shooting 30% from three. Like his, his three ball's been a little rough this month. So you said it. Like, I wonder, are the minutes catching up to him? The season catching up to him? Like, he has, to be honest, he hasn't looked great, um, consistently great since that double overtime 53-minute game against the Lakers. Yep. Um, he had the good game against Miami. And then outside of that, Something's been a little off with his with his shooting efficiency, at least. Uh, I hope that didn't, you know, <laughs> cook him a little bit. And it doesn't help that these games have been close. Like you know, the, you know, they're on this losing schneid for the last week or so. And usually he rests to start the fourth. Like he's playing the whole third quarter, and then he's. Playing I don't understand. I don't understand. Is that on him or is that on Jason Kidd? But I, I think it's it's on the team. Like the fact that they can't they can't take him off the floor though. That's the problem this is like, it's bad, but it's like, what are you going to do? Like they're, they're st- like this game. They were tied going into the fourth when they had a halftime lead and they let it completely evaporate in the third quarter. And it's like, what are you going to do? Like if you bench him for, to start the first two minutes of the fourth, do they lose this game by 25 points? Like it's just, they're in a bad place with the way that they're ending some of these third quarters in the last week. You know? Yeah. I'm, I'm but they have to figure it out. <laughs> Well, and so, you know, I'm a little curious. I'm having a debate with uh, during this podcast and with our colleague, <laughs> Matthew, um, about, like, whether Christian Wood matters. And to me, in this game, he does not. Um, I suppose the offense might have been a little... Like, it's more of an indictment on the fact that Dallas doesn't run offense. I just... <sighs> The further we get in, and I don't know, and and that's what I don't know who is at fault there, where it's like in the first quarter, Luca, like, cut to the basket. Yeah, and he finished at the rim. That was nice. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Sorry, I'm dying of plague. No, it's okay. No, it's okay. I could pick up. I mean, the off-ball stuff is something we were talking about in Slack, and it's just like there was a possession in the fourth quarter um, where he just stood in the corner with his hands on his hips, talking to the ref for half of the possession, while Spencer kind of just dribbled around and then took a took a jumper. And 
that pisses me off. But also, it's like a weird catch twenty two because it's like, okay, this guy touches the ball almost more than anyone in the league. This guy handles the ball. Has to do. He literally has to do everything. He has to create everyone's shot besides Spencer and besides Wood, like Hardaway, Finney Smith, Powell, Reggie. You know, even Josh to a, a, a slight degree as well. Like all these guys, he has to get them buckets. They cannot get shots on their own. So every time, every possession down the floor, he most he has to create all the offense basically on his own. And it's like, how can you ask a guy that does that and is playing almost 40 minutes a night to then be like, hey, on the five possessions where you're not initiating or you're not handling the ball, we need you to run around and, and screen and, and, and flash to the rim and cut and do all this stuff. And it's like, he's not Steph Curry, guys. Like, he's not, like, he does the, he's like, his conditioning is improved, but he's not a, a robot. And he's not, you know, this isn't 2K where you can turn the, 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 the energy sliders down or whatever. So guys don't get tired. Like at some point they have to, you know, and this is, comes back to the roster. I don't think the roster will ever, this current roster just will never allow him to not, to not use almost every possession to the fullest. Like they have to find a way for him to be more balanced throughout the game so that he could finally become a dangerous off ball threat. Because we know that he would be really like he's too smart and like he's too skilled to not be a, a fantastic off ball player, right? Which gets with his to passing like the rub and his of, yeah. of run plays. <laughs> I like Jesus. There are motions beyond Spain pick and roll. Yeah. Do something, and like that's where I don't know who is at fault because Luca wants some of this stuff. Yeah, he, yeah, he definitely wants to play like this for sure. I just I don't, I don't know. know. I'm not that mad about the loss in, in, in like aggregate just because, you know, Kawhi is good. Paul George <laughs> is good. Um, and also harp meaning the Mavs radio commentator, please. His, his, I, I too don't like the Clippers, but he keeps, we've had two straight broadcasts where he has said factually inaccurate shit about both Kawhi and Paul George. As he's saying those things, Kawhi and Paul George will cook a Maverick. Like he made a statement today about how Paul George can't get to the rim anymore as Paul George gets an and one. I <laughs> yeah, Paul George crazy. had eight free throw attempts tonight. Like, what uh, are we doing? So. No, I get it though, because I don't like him either. Where it's like like you harp is like us, where he's seen this team a thousand times. Just like, <laughs> at, like it's it's just it's like I this isn't a team that I hate and I also do not disrespect because they are they are so much better than their record and they should be so much better. Only they don't ever play. Like they have don't care about the regular minute. season. <laughs> well, they have these weird minute load things. And like why quite is all of a sudden playing more and more minutes. So it's surprised. That, <laughs> that part killed me. Cause it's just, it's, it's like, you can tell he's sick of watching them too, because they, they, <laughs> um, what was he, it? My friend? Is he in the Thanos fine? I'll do it myself mode right now well it, it's it's you know matt moore said to me today action networks and matt moore clippers have the most luca answers that is factually correct they just do they have a bunch of six seven guys and two of beat, them are all all defense guys <laughs> and they beat the hell out of him like today was not a good refs day for me like it that's not why the mavericks lost but luca and company were getting manhandled so for the for the clippers to shoot you know four more free throws in the Mavericks. I just, I don't know. I, I felt that was a little wonky, but that's the point. Like the point, the, the only way you beat Luca is to get in his head. And then yeah. I, and I, that's, the Clippers that's where you need, that's yeah. where you need other guys to, to do stuff. 
you know, let's the that's, Clippers didn't get in his head tonight. Luca got in his own head. Like Luca beat himself today a lot. And that's that is what it is. Yeah. And like I said, it was before even all the like he didn't start like I didn't like opening tip. Mm-hmm. the body language and every like that I, something was off from the start i don't know if the early start kind of got off to him or yeah the minutes load but yeah like it wasn't like nice he was playing Saturday night out on the town yeah <laughs> it's not like he had a good first quarter and then like started getting beat up and then played poorly like he kind of started game slow yeah. um okay before we go the last thing i i, I mean i don't know what else you want to talk about but i want to make sure we i got one sure. more thing but sure okay then let me do my one more thing yeah um the dwight powell minutes Ooh, That's on the good. coaching staff. That's off. That was awful. Um, I don't think he played. Did he? Pl- I don't think he played in the fourth quarter. Um, and it's pretty clear that they were matching him and Zubox minutes uh, mm. because Zubox was the only big that the Clippers played. You know, otherwise they played. Uh, they played. You know, five out with either Batum or Covington uh, at the five. And I get wanting to, when a team goes small, you wanting to match them. And I get like, hey, they have Josh Green now and and Finney Smith's back, so they played some. You know. You think Luca, Dinwiddie, Hardaway, Finney Smith, Green, like that's cool. Like that theoretically, that's a great lineup, but th- that wasn't the game that was being played in front of them. You know, like that's theoretically, that's awesome. But what was yeah. happening during this game was Dwight Powell was doing a really good job in his minutes, and he was the only player uh, that played 20 minutes or more that was, was positive. And I know plus in game plus minus is not always accurate. But it felt it. You know, he had nine points and four rebounds, two assists in 21 minutes. He was perfect from the floor. He had the energy. Um, his defensive energy was good. He was, you know, again, you know, they had a first half lead with with Powell playing most of with most of his minutes in the first half. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't There's know. a correlation there. And the fact that the coaching staff didn't recognize that is what is frustrating. Right. And we see in the fourth quarter, like there's no more pal screens and the offense is just turning into this ISO slow Luca into the post show and there, no one's getting any separation. And it's like, oh, well, why don't you throw pal in there for a couple minutes so he can screen for Luca and get him, get some of these guys off his back and get him some separation. And it's like, no, you're just going to keep running into the brick wall with this small lineup that they clearly wasn't as effective as it needed to be. And it was just, it was killing me, and I understand the Clippers went small, but Pal had two offensive rebounds. Like he could have done some things, mm-hmm. even with Zubats off the floor. And I understand you're you're scared of Batum or Covington heating up from three, but I don't know. I think the the risk would have been well worth it, considering how Pal was playing in this game, and considering just how gross the body language looked in the fourth quarter. Like Pal, for all his faults, he's not going to stop moving. He's not going to stop playing hard. Like that's his thing. Um, and I thought that was just that was the coaching staff outthinking themselves yep. huge, like big time. Yep. Uh, so that really pissed me off. I think they well, in the game if Powell played more. Maybe because it's you know between some more free throws and some slightly better minutes because Powell does just does all the things you mentioned is important. So there's one more person I want to talk about, and this is more. So Josh Green had a very challenging game for his third game back. Um, mm-hmm. 29 minutes, two of seven, two rebounds, two turnovers, negative 13. Was he the worst Mavericks player? Absolutely not. But against the Clippers, this was a good example of why I have as a as a kind of constant critic of the the role that that Josh Green plays in the discourse, not Josh Green, the player, the sort of emphasis that everyone puts on Josh Green and honestly, Josh Green's role in like the advanced analytics and how important he is. It this was a great example of why I am not into it because 
when, unless he is pretty good, the Mavericks are pretty not good. And to, to, for a third year forward who could who score seven points a game, who could not see the floor his first two years to matter this much, is a constant reminder of the failures in process. Yeah, because like you see him, like he was mad at, today, and I, right. I don't even I'm not even mad at him. It's just it's he, he should be allowed to be bad and not have it come back to bite the Mavericks in the ass. Right. Well, he represents. It's like, well, what if they like acquired another talented perimeter player in the last four years who can like, dribble right <laughs> like because every time you see him attack a close out from the corner and not cough the ball up and do something like competent like it looks like a different team and, and you like that miami game you know he had 12 points and he got to the free throw line five times and, and we're all you know the whole fan base is throwing a parade and you're like what like i mean he played well but what's going on it's because the team hasn't had yeah. anyone else to do that kind of stuff as a big wing since Luke has been drafted, like, you know, Bullock and Finney Smith uh, are not guys that can attack closeouts consistently. And, you know, they had Brunson and now Brunson's gone. Like it's, it's really the only three guys that can drive the ball on this team consistently are Luca Dinwiddie, I guess four, you know, Wood and then Green. And you look at, and two of those, you know, Luca and Dinwiddie are, you know, Luca's Luca, but Dinwiddie's a guard um, and, and Wood is a, is a big, Green is the only like six, seven wing guy that can do that. And you look at all these other teams around the league that are good. And you look at like Memphis and you look at Denver and you look at uh, Boston and, and even Milwaukee to a degree. And you look at uh, Brooklyn and all these teams have like one or two guys that aren't just star, you know, besides the stars that can, that are like six, seven and can attack a closeout. Yeah. And you just need that. And that's why I think it gets goes crazy because people see it and they're like, oh my God, this is exactly what we need. And then it sucks because Green is still a developing player that needs, you know, that's well that and then there's there's just a fair amount of our of our colleagues and 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 folks that we watch games with on social media all the time who are 12 years old (laughs) and simply didn't see the Mavericks when and it's just like, oh like I want folks to go watch Roddy Bobla tape when he was really good. And I I it's just (laughs) Don't tell me that Jaden Hardy's better than him. I don't want to hear that because as of right this moment, it's not true. Like the the tape exists. Um, and and it's it's I like being excited about players. So it's always a and I want people to be excited about players. Where with green and this sort of thing, it's it's I constantly get fair shit because I do kick him and but I've been much better about it this year because he's been much better but it's just he should be allowed to have an off game and the Mavericks not suffer as a result of it it's just it's way too much emphasis and unfortunately the way the team was built it's where we are well um starting a homestand one and two sucks they play (laughs) the Wizards next um that like losing that game I think if if the Mavericks lose that game because Wizards are tanking then we may have to sound like the alarm like that's, yeah, that's uh, a must win game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's like the West. I mean, the Mavericks are still even after the loss. So, I mean, there's going to be basketball played tonight. So that could change the, the Mavericks are still fifth in the West, but still, but, but the, the, the wiggle room is gone. Yeah. So they're still fifth, but they are now in a position right now that if they lost like four out of their next five, they will not be. Yeah, a slide anymore. is going to like, we're just, it's, it's crazy that the West is this jammed up where, um, 
you go down to uh, the 11th team is the the Thunder, and they are three games, no, two games back from Dallas. So there's yeah. two games separating five and 11. Yeah. So, so that's, yeah. Their rope is gone. Like they, they, and they the can't narrative afford. will change. Yeah. And, and so it's just that the Mavericks got to figure out something, and, you know, maybe they will. Maybe it's it's – I'm surprised home cooking hasn't helped them more because they've just been really good at home up until – like the last time they, they, I, I, I need to look into this, but the, I would bet the last time they lost kind of two games in this close of succession at home, it may not have happened this year. Um, I'm well, just kind of scrolling. They I'm haven't lost two it. in a row. They haven't lost two in a row at home all year. Right. Uh, so, yeah. All right. Well, we'll be back on that game. When the heck is that game? I just had the That's schedule. Tuesday. Pulled up. Okay. Tuesday. So we get, uh, almost. That's pretty, it's nice that they bumped the game up and that now that basically gives, Two and a half days off, um, yeah. which the, some of these guys look like they could use the rest. So yeah. we could use the rest too, everybody. <laughs> I hope uh, you're enjoying this game. And like we mentioned last time on the show, um, if you missed any of the news, because there's, you know, sometimes people don't listen to our weekend episodes, things may be changing with our podcast, uh, not immediately, but in the, the, you know, probably by the end of February, we'll have, you know, uh, more news for you. Just be cognizant if you're a loyal listener of the show. Feel free to reach out with questions, concerns, anything like that. I'll tell you. Um, I appreciate the support we've received the past several days. Please uh, head over to MavsMoneyBall.com. There's a lot of stuff there. We've got a good recap coming up from our man Jack and a stats post as well. And there, you know, I'm sure we'll have more things in the coming days. Everybody have a great 